Hi, and welcome to Sport and Road, the weekly motorsport show with thanks to Central Tyre Service. This is a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to and keep up to date with all things happening on the courses both locally and around the globe. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by John Painter and Craig Stott. It's on 1FM Shepparton Radio, so let's have a listen to see what's happening in the world of motorsport this week. Good morning, everybody. Live and local 1FM, it's motorsport time. Our show's called Sport and Road. I'm Johnny Painter, and with me... is Craig Stott. Good morning, listeners, and good morning, John. How are you? I'm good, thank you, my friend. Yeah, good. The sun, sunshine is good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, looks like it might have a bit, a bit of, of rain coming still later in the day. day. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. Hmm. No so, worries. how's your week without talking about the causeway? <laughs> Everything else, <laughs> other than that, has been quite good. It's not a problem. Yeah, come in, do my radio shows, just enjoy myself, and uh, yeah, get on a little scooter and ride home. It's good. Mm. Yeah, well, I did my show Tuesday and then disappeared to the McGill's up in Lemnos to right. chat to them about some music. And I was amazed the amount of water on the still on the properties around there. Absolutely, yep. It was shocking, but you know, Bernie was out looking for different feeds. They're going to put on the new crops and that because it looks like a lot of people have lost their hay and yeah, they have exactly things like that. And uh, there's a bit going around now in the drier ground. Yeah, some uh, some are able to get onto the paddocks, but uh, not too many. Mm. No, that's it. Mm. And uh, the old bungalow got wet, so I'm in the midst of. Did it really? Yes. Yes, I got. A big downpour. Oh, right. It wasn't, uh, wasn't, that was water coming down, not water coming up then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, two different corners, so it's wet the carpet and the wall unit. Yep. That's mm. not real good, but we're mm. fixing that. Yeah, <coughs> definitely. And uh, found what happened, and um, the old oh, submergible pump's not big enough. You've got three, two three-inch pipes going into it, and you've got only an inch and a half uh-huh, yes. coming out, not enough. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to chuck enough water out, yeah. is it? Yeah, so now I've... Got a heap of um, stormwater pipes, and mm-hmm. now I've got to dig up my driveway and uh-huh. go across there. And there's power under there as well. Yeah, you want to know where that is? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but I'll f- I know it's underground there. Yep. So I don't know whether to do it by hand. Yeah, or um, do a dial before you dig. But you oh, that's that would be mine. But it's on private but property. It's on so, private yeah. property, so yeah. I know I spoke to the old owners, and I don't. They don't can't remember. remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's. You've you know, really got to sort of look at where it comes out of the ground at the... the one end to the, match it to the other. Match it to the yeah. other and draw a line through I've got an idea, so... Yeah. Um, mm. But uh, I reckon it'll be that, even though it, we've had a should, lot of rain. It should be in a conduit. Maybe a detector would pick it up. Maybe. Mm. But uh, we'll see what happens. Otherwise, um, I'll dig a little bit. Be but, very, uh, very careful. It will yeah, be exactly. hard under yes. the stones. Oh, it so will, yep. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But to get a little mini excavator in sort of thing for yep. that, they're, they're going to know how to charge you too. So. Oh, yeah. Wounded bull job, yep. Mm. So mm. either way, I think I'm touching my toes and, and shoveling. Yep, for sure. <laughs> no, don't worry at all. So I saw where I worked all week, I saw a couple twice the uh, bike races, yep. the wins. Last so. couple of laps, yeah. Yep. Both times, both mm. races, yep. they looked identical. Yep, funny about that. Yeah, yeah same winners too, yeah, first, exactly. second and third. So we couldn't get a winner on the replay then? Another no, winner? No, 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 no. Oh, no. oh. oh yeah, you I'd think they'd put up another winner for the replay, I was going to ring you, you, trust me, I was going to ring you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the phone, the hotel where we're staying in Adelaide, and mm-hmm. that's all paid for, everything's paid Excellent. for now. Excellent, yep, all good. So a couple of restaurants are paid for, so uh-huh. looking forward, look out. I reckon. Adelaide, here we come. Yes. That'll be good fun. 
and, uh, no worries at all. If other presenters in other studios, studios waving, it's good fun. Fun, that's it. <laughs> yes, I've got another presenter that before me on Saturday night. His actual fact, using his phone, filming himself cleaning the studio. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, at least he's doing it. That's good, this yeah. Time. So, yeah, When exactly. I caught him and he's, oh, I only did it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. we did yeah. a little bit, do all of it. That's mm, right. So right anyway, it's getting the job done. Yep, for sure. Hey, so we've got a couple of great sponsors for our we program too. We better, do. we better mention them before we get yeah, into the show. Goodyear yeah. Auto Care, yep. which is Walshford Street, which yes. is obviously a bit hard a to get into. A bit harder to get into. You can At turn left or turn right from High Street, but you can only get up as far as the um, the the car park and that's it you've got to turn around there but you can get into central tyres without any problem either good year auto care yep you can get in there just got to be careful and come around the barriers the right way that's it Mm. yeah well they look after all sorts of cars or nearly every motor vehicle around they've got a full set of of tyres car batteries and that's a big thing now Mm. i've noticed a lot of the car parks in melbourne are starting to stop yep you know the only thing they don't do is motorcycles don't they no they don't do motorcycles they do um quad bike um tyres and things like that but they don't do motorcycles. When my Andrew was there he tried to get them to get one of the balancing things so that they could add it to their machine. They said no, no, we stay well away from those things, no worries at all. Mm. Oh, okay, there must yeah. be a reason there but yep. they're that busy now. Oh, for sure. Another one's not going, that's not going to hurt. For sure. Mm. So good luck to them that way yep. and uh, going to see them, especially in this when we've had a lot of wet weather and dirt yeah. on the road. Oh yeah. And just check the depth of your tyres and make sure they're rotating properly and not Vibrating and yeah, and if you're sitting at home and want to check the depth of your tyres, um, a good guide is your, your credit card. The uh, white border on the credit card is uh, usually around about the right depth. So. Oh, I hadn't thought of that one. <laughs> yeah, it's usually a match head too. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, if you've got a box of matches these days, yeah. Yep, point taken. Yes. Bit hard shoving a lighter in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the edge of the credit card has usually got a white border on it. And that border is usually about the right depth for uh, um, minimum tyres, yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. Mm. Yeah, well, most tyres have ladder bars on yeah, there anyway. Yeah, they've got the uh, depth bars, yeah, exactly. And if that's mm. level with the surface, time to get rid of them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But uh, central tyres will do that for you without any problems. No problems mm. at all. Give e- them a ring, let them have a look. Yeah, and, and even if you go and you say, could you check me tyre depths for me, please? I'll do that for you without a fuss and be only be too happy to do it for that's you. That's exactly right. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not necessarily having the tyre in stock. Mm. You know, there's that many different brands of t- and oh, sizes sure. of tyres. Exactly right, yeah. And and uh, who knows, you, know, mm. you might have bought the car second-hand and it's the guy that had it beforehand changed the tyre size. That's right, he might have put different wheels on it or anything. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, they just get the standard one in for you and mm. uh, it doesn't Uh-oh. fit. No, yeah. let's get, they want to do all the groundwork yep. first. Take it in which and is let very, them have a look first. Very clever. Exactly, yep. And exactly. the same as panel shops. If you want, yep. Let's say you wanted a boot lid painted or a fuel flap painted. Yep. Bring the car in and let yep. the colour match let it Let them first. match it, exactly right. Otherwise, you're going to get unfaded paint. That's mm. correct. <laughs> but uh, that's just, they, yeah. they want to do the job properly from beginning to yeah. end. And you only want to go there once and get the yeah. things done. So yeah. they're, they're very smart, very clever, switched on, and that's mm. why they're succeeding. Fantastic yeah. sponsors. That's yes. why they look after us. They sure do. And our other magic sponsors are, of course, the Shepparton Motorcycle Group, the AJ site in um, Purcell Street. And now the uh, Household Honda site in Benalla Road, both under the uh, auspices or under the wings of the Shepparton Motorcycle Group. 
And, uh, you know, it's a home of KTM, home of uh, the Can-Am Spiders. Uh, you want a, a new KTM dirt bike or a little one for the kids? They've got the whole You, you said spiders. Yep, can you, see, you, you see all the mosquitoes. Everyone, oh, yeah. Everyone's worrying about mosquitoes. Yep. But they want to spray the spiders, you know. But hang on, yeah, then <laughs> the spiders are coming along to eat them. Exactly. They're not the spiders you're talking about. No, no, a different one, these ones. These have got three wheels under them, oh, not eight right. legs. Yeah. Well, it could be clever spiders. <laughs> exactly. I tell you what, if you go down the highway, they eat mosquitoes. <laughs> they usually don't know what they eat them, but they stick them. Oh, we've yeah. got that. They're, they're that big at home. You can hear them coming and landing. Yeah, exactly. I've got an app on the phone called... Um, flight radar 24 and it um, follows aircraft all over the place it's incredible some of the things that go over here but I reckon the mosquitoes are coming up as helicopters <laughs> <laughs> good well done yeah but the, you know the Hansel Honda site there yeah Oh, they've got the um, side-by-sides and everything yeah, else the, like that. Uh, Sedgeways. Sedgeways, yeah, exactly. And I've been there, got yeah. the brochure. I've got to organise and get them. We've said it you many can, a time. You can see if they bring one out to you and let's, let's try it on it the farm for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. it'd be very interesting. Mm, yep. And um, all their garden, you, you notice your grass, is, you can see the grass oh, grow yeah, at the moment. Oh, yeah, for sure. In fact, and I, they've got, I did mow on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> they've got... Um, all their gardening stuff there is all four-stroke. Yep. They do have battery-operated stuff there as well. But yeah. All the petrol stuff there, it's four-stroke, yep. one type of fuel, nice yep. and easy. No mixing, no messing around. And, um, yeah, they'll even service them. So even if your mower won't start, take it in there. How often, you know, your brush cutter, you know, your whipper snipper, they've got numerous things to look at. They sure have, yep. And they can make sure one or two pulls and away it goes. Yeah, exactly right, yeah, and away it'll go, yeah. Mm. Yeah, talking about motorcycles and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Big race. We did, yeah, it's but it's all over world. now. We have a world champion. The MotoGP is finished for the year, and now they're going into the testing phase. In fact, um, the virtually one or two days after the final race of the MotoGP, and they um, crowned uh, Peko, Mm-hmm. They um, actually trust the um, mechanic up uh, with Jack Miller and delivered him to the KTM side because that's where Jack was going. And then uh, on the Monday or Tuesday, Jack was actually on the KTM GP bike, so they've been able to transfer him over instead of messing around waiting till the end of the year when the contract's sent out. So, yeah, so Jack's had a go on that one. It looked like he was enjoying what he was doing on it. There's, there's a lot to learn for him and for the bike. But, uh, yeah, but uh, there's a little bit of a, a problem, uh, and I did notice it while I was watching particularly after the end of the race with MotoGP when the race ended and we've got a note note here from a guy from Simon Patterson from one of the MotoGP um, websites and he said Rossi's shadow still looms over MotoGP and that's a problem. It's now a year since MotoGP superstar seven-time champion Valentino Rossi retired but if the recent 2022 season finale at Valencia proved anything, it's that the Italian legend's legacy still looms over the series like a shadow. And that's not a good thing in an age where MotoGP is experiencing falling audience numbers and an inability to create a superstar to replace Rossi. It is, of course, completely normal that his presence should have been felt more at Valencia than anywhere else this year, as he turned up to see his VR46 Academy protégé Peko Bagnaia crowned as a world champion. And no one in the world of racing wouldn't have wanted Rossi to be there given the amount of blood, sweat, tears and cash. I like that, cash. Yep. He pumped into the future of Italian racing. There's a line between Rossi appearing at a race and Rossi being the centre of attention at a race, though. Throughout the weekend, we received extensive 
media, social media notifications in turn, in turn turned into news stories by a host of brands. He's coming to the race. He's arriving at the race. He's spoken to this person or that. And After that- the chequered flag went out of the out to secure Bagnala's title, Rossi somehow somehow got more TV airtime than race winner Alex Rins. When Bagnala was questioned by the series in the press release celebrating his title, the third topic come up about Rossi. It was Rossi, and of course, this problem isn't about Rossi himself or his actual actions. In fact. It's his low-profile appearance at Valencia where he's very much trying to fly under the radar was anything to go by. It's entirely possible that he, more than anyone else, is keen to escape the hype uh, train that surrounds him wherever he goes in bike racings. Now, rather than Valentino Rossi being in a way to blame, if that's the word, it's the media, the circuits, (coughs) and especially MotoGP organiser Dorna who really need to break their Rossi addiction going forwards for the good of the whole sport. Yes, there is still a Valencio, Valentino Rossi legacy in the sport, and that's a good thing. His academy and the VR46 Ducati team continue to keep his name in MotoGP without Rossi having to do any of the heavy lifting of actually turning up. <laughs> to kiss babies and shake hands. <laughs> a bit like a primate minister, ain't eh? Yeah. Mm. And really, that should be enough, but it isn't being allowed to be. Post-race comparison between attention on Rins and Rossi in particular is a good example of the problem. By excluding incredibly emotional scenes of Rins' final victory with Suzuki on the team's final day of MotoGP in return for showing shot after shot of Rossi were allowing the shadow of the past to cloud the future how to how do you create new superstars when all you're interested in is trying to cash in on the previous one like I say this isn't a problem unique to any one person but certainly a narrative set by Dorna which controls the TV images viewed and whose own self social media networks are larger than anyone else in motorcycle except funnily enough Rossi's own. Of course, the task of replacing him just isn't as simple as showing others on TV in his place. Everyone in sports marketing is well aware of that, and maybe the whole task of creating superstars isn't even something that you can actively manage. Talk, taking as it is the unique mix of talent, personality and willingness is something that not everyone else has. But it does need a platform to build a brand, and that's where work can be done. Are there kids right now in racing who are as engaging and funny as Valentino Rossi was? There absolutely are. So let's ensure that they're given the front and centre stage. Are there up and coming races with interesting stories to tell? There sure are. So let's give them a platform to tell them. In fairness, it's in fairness, it's not entirely Valentino Rossi's problem that MotoGP has. There are elements in the same issue around Mark Marquez too. For example, following the disastrous response to MotoGP Unlimited series, that was the documentary build to uh, challenge the success of Formula One's drive to survive, was the response to look at a different cohort of personalities and different approaches in 2023's edition. No, it was to commission another Mark Marquez documentary instead. Do you see the issue? Yeah. Okay. 
So, how do we fix it? Well, that's a part of question for smarter people than me. <laughs> I'm a sports journalist, but my background isn't marketing. There are, of course, people out there who can deliver what we need, but that's going to require buy-in-form riders, teams, media and series. One thing I'm pretty sure of, though, looking at 2022's attendance numbers and TV viewing figures, it's a decision that needs to be happening sooner rather than later. Yes, some interesting comments in there. It certainly is, yeah. And I've got to admit, I did notice that Rins had won the race. It was Suzuki's final race for MotoGP. They'd won the final race. And all we saw was Rossi. Rossi, yeah, Rossi. Where's, where's Renzi? Yeah, exactly. And I did note that. Anyway, time for a quick sponsor break. Got a couple of words here from some wonderful people who support us here at Live and Local 1FM. And we'll be back in a moment. This is John Painter. And Craig Stott from, from 1FM's, 1FM's Sport and Road. Central Tire Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tire servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tires, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepton. Phone 58 555. Station sponsor. KTM 2023 stock arriving soon at Shepherd and Motorcycles. The 2023 Mini Range, including the 50SX and 65SX, are ready to drop. So order now and beat the Christmas rush. The KTM Motocross Range 250SXF in stock now. And the 2023 Enduro, including the 500EXCF and 300EXCTPI, are also ready to land at the GV's home of KTM, Shepherd and Motorcycles. Contact Brendan and the team at Shepparton and Motorcycles Purcell Street, Shepparton and visit shepparton.mpe.com.au LMCT 11819 1FM Sponsor you know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done, and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton, or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 1FM sponsor. What a great set of sponsors, and they're fantastic, Cleves Garden Supplies. Oh, they are, The aren't stuff they? they've yep. got there, and now yep. they're venturing out into roadworks and everything. Yep, they sure are, yeah. Which is good, so that mm. they might be able to help fix a few potholes. Yep, need that, all right, that's for sure. Oh, it's unbelievable. Someone suggested do we take all these um, sandbags out and fill up the potholes with them, and then someone else would have said, yeah, then plant a tree in each one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. Ah, uh, good stuff. Okay, so the 2022 standings. Yep, after after the uh, MotoGP series this year. World champion for this year, Fad, Fabio uh, Bagnai, better known as Peco. He had 265 points. He won seven ten, times. And ten podiums. That's not bad going, is it? Second place, Fabio Quattararo. 248 points, three wins and eight podiums. And in third place, Enea Bastianini. 219 wins, four wins, uh, 219 points, yep. four wins and six podiums. And Alaise Espagaro, fourth. 212 points, one win and six podiums. And in fifth place, Jack Miller. Yeah, 189 
points, one win and seven podiums. Yep. Then uh, sixth place, we had Brad Binder. 188 points. They're very close. Yep. He, he had no wins but three podiums. Then Alex Rins. 173 points, two wins and four podiums. And Johan Zarko in eighth. 166 points, no wins and four podiums. And then Jorge Martin on the Ducati. 152 points, no wins and four podiums. And then in 10th place, Miguel Oliveira on the KTM. 149 points, two wins and two podiums. It's interesting, he had two wins and two podiums, but he must have fallen off or not started a lot of times. Yeah, you're mm. not wrong there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. When you look at Alex Rins too, he had two wins and four podiums. So he had a lot of fall-offs too at 173 points. Yeah, no, that's it. But then you look quite, at that. Yeah. Magnaia. Yeah. You know, seven wins and ten podiums. Yeah. That's consistency. It is, yeah. But uh, Fabio's not far behind him on 248. He only had three wins, but he also had eight podiums. So uh, they must have been consistently second a yeah. lot. Yeah. Mm, so that would put him up in the points too. I remember one of the Australians won the um, World Supersport Championships um, a few years ago. Never won a race. But he oh, was okay. consistently all year second. Just couldn't crack the win, but he was second place and his points built up so high. That he was a world champion without a win. Yeah, very interesting. That'd be very interesting. Yeah, you're not wrong. Mm. Now, this weekend coming up, Superbike World Championship runs to their last round here at home at Phillip Island. It's called the Grand Ridge Australian Round and the iconic Phillip Island Grand Prix circuit will draw the curtains on the 2022 FIM Superbike World Champion Grand Ridge Brewery. I love that name. The Grand Ridge Road is absolutely awesome drive through uh, South Gippsland through that area right through yeah. around the back of uh, Moe and all that and Morwell. Just absolutely beautiful drive through the country. Mm. Mm. Anyway, the title race is all done and dusted for Bestina on a Ducati, which means the pressure is off. Who could forget, who could forget for his epic debut with Ducati here at Phillip Island in 2019 when he swept to three dominant wins, the first of which was won by nearly 15 seconds, the biggest dry margin in Phillip Island's World Superbike history. Exactly. Top rank. He relinquishes his crown after just one season and comes to Phillip Island with a 37-point buffer over Jonathan Ray. The outgoing world champion aims to sign off the season in style but knows that the combination of his rivals and their packages will be a strong one. Teammate Locarelli has a mathematical chance of fourth overall in the championship but realistically he'll aim to get fifth bagged with just 15 points covering three riders to seventh place. Third place going to his second home round of the season, Jonathan Ray is on record to solely looking to race for race wins and whilst he's consistent, conscious that a win wouldn't mean that he and his Suzuki Kawasaki team didn't have to look for improvement. That's something I'll, he'll look for to achieve. Six wins on the island for Ray. He is within striking distance of matching Troy Corse's record of seven at the circuit, but he knows it'll be tough. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, as I say, third place is second home round. Well, it's sort of almost his second home uh, from Jonathan Ray because his wife is a Phillip Island girl. 
Oh, there you go. And uh, during the summertime when the break's on, you know, you get the uh, local push bike riders, the, the mammals, the middle-aged men in Lycra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's one of them. And it's nothing uh, for the Phillip Island crew to be having a good pedal around the island and have a world champion in amongst them in Jonathan Ray. So, oh, okay. yeah, so he's... Uh, come but don't pedal down to that pizza shop at the end of the month. Oh, yeah, down to Pino's, yes. Pino's. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I've already seen uh, Superbike Marshals making sure they've got their bookings. That's, <laughs> that's great. Uh, it's game on for the eighth, champ- eighth uh, in the championship, and perhaps it's Scott Redding, who is already has it in the bag. He's one point clear of the injured Ike Lacuano. It's a big weekend for Redding, who returns to Phillip Island for the first time since his uh, World Superbike debut weekend, where he took three podiums on with Ducati back in 2020. Redding is the lead BMW rider in the championship, and while that's already locked in, he'll hope to propel the German manufacturer to fourth in the Manufacturer's Championship as they're currently just three points behind Honda. Oh, OK. Looking well, after Ica injury sustained in free practice two at Mandalika, he slipped to ninth in the standings and is one point behind Redding. Lakiona had a stellar first season aboard the Honda and has had podiums and plenty of top five finishes. But he has been ruled out of this weekend and will be replaced by the fire blade of Talsula Nagagashmi. Xavier Vierge, the team HRC, looks certain to stay in the top ten of the championship. He'll have to aim at outscoring BMW to try and deliver fourth for Honda at a circuit he knows well from his Moto2 World Championship days. Xavier Vierge. Already crowned Best Independent Rider of 2022, Alex Bassanini. Is seventh and just four points off Lowe's in sixth and just 15 from Locarelli in fifth. It is, however, Bastini's first time at Phillip Island, so perhaps he'll not be as far forward as we've seen him before. Yep, and then Garrett Gerloff <coughs> is the next independent rider as he readies for a final weekend with his team at a track where it all began. So at the moment in the World Superbike Championships, we have Albaro Batista in first place. 553 points. From top rack. And he's on 487 Jonathan points. Jonathan Ray's in third place. 450 points. Michael Ruben Rinaldi. Drops right down to 273. And then we've got Andrea Locatelli in fifth place. 245 points. Right. Now we're going to add a couple of wheels. Oh, that sounds good to me. For sure. Now, one of the things that's coming up for next year is that any um, young drivers are going to be banned if they're a peepleater uh, from running supercars. So supercars, the S5000 open wheel races are among cars banned for peepleaters. This is racing peepleaters, of course. Motorsports Australia has announced new rules for provisional circuit racing licences that prohibits high-powered cars such as the supercars. And it's a note from uh, supercars from Andrew Van Leeuwen. The governing body announced today that under the new for 2023 rules, provisional licence holders will be limited to cars with a power-to-weight ratio of less than 3.5 kilograms per kilowatt. That rules out the likes of supercars, S5000s, GT3, Carrera Cup, Trans Am for drivers on their P-plates. Okay, they can Mm. still walk the track, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm. Under Mm. Motorsport Australian rules, drivers are limited to a provisional licence until they have completed at three race meetings 
and been signed off each time by the clerk, of course. Mm-hmm. Shedding the provisional licence also requires drivers to volunteer one day as a flag marshal or a similar at-track non-competitive role. I like that idea. That's a good one. While well, the rule doesn't affect the Supercars Championship, given drivers require a super licence, it will impact a growing trend of carters want, wanting to chase a supercar dream jumping straight into high-powered tin tops. Super 3 and Trans Am have become increasingly popular first steps on the racing ladder for young drivers rather than the more traditional pathway such as Formula Ford. According to Motorsport Australia, the new rules are based purely on the safety of competitors. Well, that does make sense, doesn't oh, it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. As of 1st of January 2023, provisional circuit licence holders will not be able to drive a vehicle with a power rate confirmed by Motorsport Australia. After three years in car of a lesser power, the formally upgraded their licensed drivers would then be permitted to race in a higher power car, so it's an, an onerous change and provides a level of extra experience on track. It's very clever, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yep. Yeah. It's a, it is a risk, not only on themselves, but other than experienced drivers sharing the track. Well, that makes sense too. It does, yeah. Motorsport Australia is not trying to stop people from competing at these higher levels. Instead, it's about providing them some certainty that the competitors in these high-powered vehicles have the relevant experience before making the step up. And I think that's an absolutely great That sounds like exactly what happened, yeah. No worries at all. Now, WAU, they're determined to send Holden out on top. <laughs> James Baby's written this one. Motivation is high at WAU to send Holden out on a high in Adelaide, says Nick Perkett. The VALO Adelaide 500 will host the final races for Holden before the brand departs supercars. Commodores will be replaced by Chevy Camaros from 2023. WAE, meanwhile, has added an incentive to score Adelaide victory next month. The fabulous, the famous team which formerly competed under the Holden Racing Team banner will shift to Ford from next season. Back in May, WAU announced its high-profile switch to Ford. The team that campaigned Commodore since its inception as HRT in 1990. All 908 races, 187 wins and six championships for the team have come in Commodore's. Walkingshaw Commodores have won 14 races in Adelaide, the most recently in 2016. The former Holden plant in Elizabeth is just half an hour drive north of the Adelaide CBD. WAU just missed out on a best thirst victory for Chaz Mostert, who has won four races in 2022. Mostert was on the podium for the most recent Adelaide race in February 2020. Perkett and the 2016 Adelaide 500 winner hopes he and Chaz will contribute to our WAE Holden fairy tale. I'm looking forward to hopefully finishing off well with the brand Percat told Supercars. It's especially important for our team to get a good result. Everyone aligns the Holden brand with HRT and the Walkinshaw family. That's about that is true, but it is, um, yeah. Triple Eight are doing a fantastic oh, job they certainly as are. well, you yep. know. Yep. And talking about these new vehicles Mm. that uh, they're looking at cutting the costs. Yeah. And I've been speaking to a couple from Triple Eight and they're looking at bringing the engines to about 40000 instead of $100,000, $120,000 yeah. an engine. 
and at the moment they're tickling you know, seventy nine, eighty thousand oh. dollars already. So they haven't really dropped it back at all. Yeah, very easily. And they're spending the money to keep the engines together. Yep, exactly. It's easy taking metal out of it and make it lighter. And yep. But then it's trying to hold the thing together. Precisely. Now, these LS engines, if you want a new standard one for your six-litre Commodore, you're going to look at thirteen or $14,000 for a basic engine. That's it. Yeah, That's easy. It, yeah. For a crate. You know, it's, yeah, it's amazing. Mm. So, um, yeah. How, how they keep it to $30,000 with all the, um, the uh, what they call the exotic bits on them, I really don't know. Yeah, and they're using um, Craig Lowndes' car. That's already been shipped to its new owner and they're using that this week or that weekend in Adelaide mm. because their own vehicle will not be repaired in time. Hmm, interesting. So anyway, it's time for us to go, mate. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep, we've run out of time. Yeah, so... Well, uh, I'm back here in a couple of hours, six yep. till midnight. Exactly right. It felt yeah. like four hours last week. Gonna, it's fantastic. Going to sneak home and have a little nap first and, yeah, come oh, back. Oh, I think so, all yes. fresh and ready. I'm going to head home. I'm going to um, go and have a coffee with the... Uh, the motorcycling who, uh, mates. I and, thought uh, you were going to say she who must be obeyed. No, no, she'll be waiting at the coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> no so worries who's, at all. who's paying for the coffee? Oh, we both pay that. Yeah, no worries at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, same account. Doesn't matter which one it comes out of. <laughs> <both> of <us> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so from Johnny Painter, I'm going to say bye-bye for now, folks. And from me, I'll say good, goodbye, everyone. Have a safe weekend. Keep mowing those that grass and look after the garden because we're going to sit back and watch the Adelaide... 500 yeah, a couple of weeks time yep. and I've got to say very quick thanks to both of our sponsors for looking after us for all these years it's just wonderful thank you folks Johnny Painter saying bye now catch us all later AJ's Motorcycles are now and Motorcycles for more than 35 years the crew at AJ's took pride in providing people from across our region and beyond with the highest quality sales service and advice you would find anywhere and Motorcycles are excited that Tom, Mel, Brendan and the crew will remain on board delivering the same passion towards great customer service that has been the tradition for all of these years supplying a great range of bikes side-by-sides parts and apparel you will still find us in the same great location, right next to the Shepherd and Train Station. Shepherd and Motorcycles, your home of KTM and Can-Am. LMCT 11819. 1FM sponsor. This is John Painter. And Craig Stott from, from 1FM, 1FM Sport and Road. Central Tyre Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tyre servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tyres, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Phone 58 219 Sponsor. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.